Welcome to the Minute 8 Gang Podcast, episode 391. I'm Steve Borsch, and I'm on with Tim Elliott. Good morning. And Phil Wilson. Hello. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How about you, Tim? How are you doing? Oh, perfect. Perfect. You are perfection yep. in motion. Yep. Things did not go go to hell yesterday, but they could today. You never know. <laughs> well, well yeah. let's just got to get started, you know. <laughs> yeah, but let's not seriously not go down that rat hole too yeah, much. Please. Yeah, but, really. um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, at You don't want to run into any more rats down there. No, 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 no. no. Uh, yeah, I was uh, just to give you a quick update on uh, Thursday night, I had a chance to head over to Aria downtown in Minneapolis for a uh, little AT&T IoT event. So they were talking a little bit about, uh, mostly talking about AT&T's use of their uh, global chip in automobiles. So it was very much an automobile-focused sort of uh, event. It was more of a, uh, probably more of a mixer for um, AT&T and and their clients, but IoT Fuse had a little bit of a uh, presence there. So had a chance to check that out. So we're- Well, I think AT&T was the primary funder of that event. Yes, very much so. Yeah, yeah. So, um, also, we're adding some jobs here in Minnesota. Are we not? Are we not? That's Spock. Spoke. Spoke. Or yes. Spoke. 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 Oh, I like Spock better. But. S-P-O-K. Yeah. And it, this, this was one of those things that I, I saw and I realized, you know, there are so many health care focused startups and companies in the Twin Cities that I don't even know exist because I don't operate in that, that, that orbit. But, boy, God, that's great. They're over near you, too, uh, Steve. Yeah, they are. Well, I mean, uh, uh, there's all kinds of software engineering, uh, testing, technical support. So, it's yeah, it's yep. mostly tech-focused. Yep, exactly. So it's that's, very cool. A lot of the, you know, in a, speaking of Eden Prairie, there's a lot of little small places there that, that um, we were calling on when we had Hyper IQ that are doing small things like testing and audio and, and some very interesting stuff. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so glad well, to see we're bringing some jobs in. So. Yep, and they're they're a uh, just so everybody knows they're a communications uh, for healthcare company, right? Right. Um, and and probably everybody listening knows this, but the the Health Insurance Privacy Act um, HIPAA HIPAA makes makes uh, mandates uh, on security related to any communications. So not only how they're communicated when they're sent, but also how they're stored. Uh, and so on and so forth. So, you know, texting and paging services. And, you know, if you have a contact center where you have people actually working in the contact center, answering calls and all that, um, public safety stuff, all that, this is, this is what this company does. And so they're, they're obviously growing like a weed. So that's pretty cool. It is good. It is. Yeah. Speaking of cool, Digi. Ah! Oh, so well, I have to disclose that I do. In fact, I bought a bunch of stock oh, a while back good. here. So I'm a, Shareholder, so I need to disclaim uh, that. But um, yeah, they uh, bought a, bought another company that will help them with their sensor business. Yes, or cold chain uh, business. You know, the keeping stuff cold and measuring all that. Yeah, so cold chain. Cold chain. I it took me a minute to figure that out. Thank God they explained it. So cold chain has to do with keeping uh, perishables cold, whether that be in trucks or wherever. Right. Right. Yep. Fruits. Well, I, stuff yep well i'll Hospital I'll just I'll give, I'll give you one use case uh when i was doing a uh, project with uh, a mankato based company that um, is in iot and supply chain and so on uh, one of the things that was a use case that they were working with a 
major pharmaceutical chain on was vaccine um, uh, stable stabilization. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, and so one thing that is an issue is there's a lot of dorm like refrigerators in pharmacies around the country. And let's say the power goes out at 2 a.m. And by 3.30 a.m., the vaccines are now inert because the temperature went up. And then the power comes back on, and by the time the pharmacist comes in at 6 o'clock in the morning and checks the temperature in the refrigerator, everything looks fine. Ah. But the pharmacist does not know that those vaccines are no longer any good. Um, And so this is one of the examples in cold chain um, that that really matters. And And I wish... And I hope that at some point Cub Foods will <laughs> do this so I no longer uh, go over and pick up a bag of uh, opaque frozen vegetables and you get them home in there. It's, mm. it's clear they've gone through 19 free freeze-thaw cycles. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So this, is, this is technology to make sure things uh, can be cold. or inert. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, just to Good. keep an eye on stuff. I mean, the, 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 yeah. the whole supply chain stuff, this sure. is... This is big. So, oh, and did you hear the rumor? I know the rumor was spreading like wild. Rumor, rumor yeah. that uh, Uber Jolie was going to be uh, it was it was thinking about leaving Best Buy. Oh, he's being courted. I, 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 well, I, 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 I didn't hear anything about it until I read the it. whole thing. The whole thing <laughs> was based on the guy is the guy is French and he's getting older and maybe he wants to return to to Paris. And Carrefour is looking for a CEO, which is they're a big uh, grocery chain. Actually, it's more like Walmart in France and other parts of Europe. Uh, and uh, you know, he would he would be a good fit for it. But that's that's about it. But it, it appears that he has no uh, plans on leaving Best Buy, and, right. and it then announced. Right. Yeah, he announced the same uh, very shortly after this rumor popped up in Brazil, of all places. And I didn't track. Did the did the stock rebound after that? I don't remember. I didn't have a chance to check it uh, once I saw the. Uh, uh, I have. So, I don't know. That's the, good. the stock did take a little bit of a hit. So, um, but well, uh, but hopefully it'll rebound. We will. Uh, we will check the latest. The latest uh, close here. Eh, it's still a little bit down. Yeah. Yeah. It'll, it'll come back. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's not Target. Not, not What's going on with Target, Tim? Uh, unlike that with Target, though, right? So, yeah, I just stuck this in. Uh, uh, Graham uh, threw this into our mix, and it's uh, basically saying that Target uh, did worse than expected in the holiday period, especially uh, online. And they pointed out that Amazon is kicking everyone's butt, which is true. So, unfortunately, even though Target did uh, increase their online. Um, uh, sales over the holiday period fairly uh, impressively, and they also, in their little niche, they've uh, they were outperforming. But uh, for electronics and other stuff, they yeah. they, they did not do very well. So they're technology based stuff. Yeah, it just shows that Amazon is so far ahead of everybody else, and and everyone amazing, in the brick isn't and, it? in the brick and mortar space yeah. is really hurting. So, I mean, their targets. They're holding their own. I mean, Macy's is one that's really in, in deep trouble right now. Yeah. yeah. So. yeah. It's really too bad. Amazing. Well, yep. and I wanted to put this article in here. Um, um, a lot of people have talked about the fact that that law enforcement and, and uh, uh, you know, they can't, because it's self-incrimination to tell, to be forced to tell your password. So the Fifth Amendment covers that. 
but the fingerprint to unlock your phone is not. And there's no law against that, and it's the same as grabbing a a DNA swab from somebody if they're arrested uh, or fingerprinting them. And um, and as a consequence, uh, an appellate court in the state of Minnesota uh, ruled that it was constitutional for them to uh, for for uh, any law enforcement agency to use uh, your fingerprint to force you to open your device. Well, so if you're a lawbreaker, uh, wouldn't it be a standard procedure for them to fingerprint you? Yeah. Yes. Right. When you're booked. Right. Yeah. So couldn't, couldn't they this use your fingerprint and then spoof the uh, iPhone? Well, they'd have to, they'd have to make a model. And, and once they made the model, then they'd be able to take that. Um, and they'd have to have it at a certain temperature. There's all these things that have to happen to be able to use that. Um, and this way they just put, put somebody's fingerprint on it. But you know, if you're a lawbreaker, you just don't set up your fingerprint. You just use a passcode. I mean, it's like, hello. Yeah. So this isn't that big of a deal. Also, what was really interesting is I read this uh, article about keeping secure while you travel. And even if you have your fingerprint connected, uh, I'm not sure on Android phones, but on iPhones, you can um, uh, try three times mm-hmm. to use your use your uh, fingerprint, um, and then you are forced to use your your uh, uh, passcode. Yeah. Um, and so, if you're going through um, the um, customs area, you can either yeah. turn your device off and turn it back on, which forces it to not use the fingerprint. Right. Or, or you can just defeat it. So, yeah. anyway, I thought that was a big story. It is a lot of people don't. It, it's yeah. you know, it's interesting to to the. the I mean, the logic was, um, it's like using a key. Yeah. So I mean, right. it's kind of interesting. So okay, so who put this in here? That <laughs> this I did, is, I did. you talked about it uh, a couple shows ago. Yeah, this, this is, is Mike O'Connor's Bar dot com. Well, it's not just that. It's 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 seven domains total, including bar.com, which is probably the most sought uh, after. Yeah. Yeah. It's also cafe.com and a few others. Um, and he, uh, I think his uh, reserve is probably in the three to three and a half million dollar range, uh, reading between the lines. And the current uh, bid is one million and ten thousand dollars. Yeah. And it's got two days to run. So it doesn't look like Mike's going to be selling these domains. No, not this time around. Yeah, but still, you you look at the. I mean, isn't it amazing the value? No, yeah, I think it's great. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's three you know three letter domains in the .dot com uh, uh, TLD is very very sought after. Yeah, and I love especially especially yeah. when they're something like a bar or cafe. You know, yeah. Right. Uh, I was just I just know, thought, I, I think it was just an incredible foresight on Mike's mike's part to grab those when he did early on in the in the internet days so well you know like just yep. what he says though is that uh he wouldn't have done it if it hadn't been for ralph jensen hammering yeah, right. on him exactly. yeah exactly saying hey dummy buy these things you know <laughs> this would be good yeah <laughs> so that's wonderful yeah no kidding like uh what else is happening around the world in tech friends well i don't know who put this one in i thought this i i thought this was a big deal um, Tim, yeah, you need I to talk too. about this because of Andy Rubin, who is basically the inventor of Android. Right. He was the, the founder of Android. Uh, he sold it to Google, worked for Google for a long time, uh, was taken out of day-to-day Android uh, 
uh, I don't know, five or six years ago and then worked on robots for a while at Google before leaving. Um, he's coming back with a company called Essential, apparently, where he's fusing AI and uh, um creating smartphones and other smart devices. So it's an IOT play. It's a smartphone play. I don't know if it's built on top of uh, Android or not. I would think it would be uh, since, you know, getting Apple to license is probably a non-starter. And, you know, I don't, I don't see any, anyone really challenging Android and iOS uh, now that um, uh, Microsoft is sort of, you know, going, going away from, from windows on on the handsets. So, Yeah, so so I think he's going to have to build it on top of Android. So it'll be interesting to watch him and, and see what comes out of this. Well, did you look at the last paragraph, though, about the team? Um, I thought this was pretty interesting. I mean, uh, a, uh, uh, a former yeah. business exec with Google X Lab, uh, former Samsung and Magic Leap executive um, mm-hmm. leading marketing. I mean, they're, they're, you know, he's got a, quite a team. Yeah, he does. So that's pretty cool. He's serious. He's on the way back. Yep. Do we have an idea when this uh, when this first uh, his first piece of technology is going to be released or available? I mean, you no, know, I it just was an anything. announcement of the of the company and the, the yeah yeah. I don't think we're going to see anything for a year or two. Cool. So anyway, and yeah. then I put this one, next one in here for you, Steve. Well, Lava Bit is back. Lava Bit is back. So so just to set this up for everybody listening, if you don't know who Ladar Levison is, um, he had a email service called LavaBit that was fully encrypted and um, uh, end-to-end encrypted and all of that. And in fact, Edward Snowden used it. So of course, the FBI went after LavaBit to um, open up LavaBit's um, encrypted emails so that and turn everything over to the FBI. And he had over 400,000 people who were using the service. And he said, I'm not doing that. And they said, well, either you do it or we're going to throw you in prison. And so to make a very long story short, he ended up uh, uh, giving them the key in like two-point font. Uh, so it would take him forever to get the thing put in. But um, also, um, uh, he shut the service down, just closed it down, because he said, I can't jeopardize all these customers, right? Uh, yep. Just because just you are you want to see what uh, Snowden was doing and saying. And so he's coming out with a new service, and and um, it's in beta right now, and he's going to offer end-to-end encryption uh, probably in the fall, um, uh, and, and, and he's using an architecture feature called dark mail, which obscures email metadata. So it's going to be a, a pretty good private service. You know, I'm already using one that I think is just outstanding, which is Proton Mail out of, out of uh, Switzerland, but... Um, I think I may just do this just because, just because Levis, Levison, he's really the only one that stood up and said, look, I'm just going to shut my business down rather than cough it all up. Yep. So, yeah. Well, I, and then I put the next one in here that this just came out this morning about Trump um, ele- uh, has said he's going to elevate uh, Ajit Pai uh, right. to FCC chairman and uh, Ajit's uh, claim to fame is he's a uh, incredible, fierce uh, opponent of net neutrality, and so it's going to be really interesting uh, to see how this plays out. Uh, he's only one vote on that panel, though. Uh, correct, right? Yeah, so, but, but he could be the deciding vote. You never know. 
well in the in the wrong direction you know right right so we'll have to see yep we'll so it's fun. not like he's a dictator is what i'm saying he, he has to get it through the uh the vote of that uh fcc yeah so what do you think will happen to the makeup of the fcc well i don't know yeah. aren't those terms uh they're 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 overlapping terms years. yeah so i mean it's not like he can clean them out right away right so he's got to work with the people that are there yep so we'll see yep uh and and it's, here, it's, here's yeah. a, here's an appointment for you if you really want to know samsung's having a <laughs> uh, having a press conference tomorrow night to explain why the galaxy note 7 explodes wow so there you go yeah. Well, I'll put a link here in the show notes there. They, there was an identification of the battery, um, yeah. and they're going to explain exactly what that problem was and that they've identified it and fixed it. And Well, it's, which is, I'm sure, fine. I'm just more worried that, uh, you know, I was more concerned that they do explode, not why they explode. So right. I don't need a lot of explanation at that point. <laughs> <laughs> well, you would hope that, that they identified it so that Samsung can't be the only manufacturer using these, uh, this whoever builds their batteries or the type of batteries that they had in those things, right? I would think. Yeah. So, you know, it, it might, it might be good to know because other manufacturers may be using the same technology who knows yeah right although no other samsung phone had this problem so it's got to be something that was unique to that particular phone well but we will find out tomorrow night yep 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 all right yeah let's talk about cool things of the week yeah well this is going to be a short show by the way because uh uh, all of us have stuff going on uh right and so we're going to have to make it a short one this morning, but I would love to talk about the cool thing of the week. Let's do talk about the cool thing of the week, shall yeah. we? That's Tim. right. All right. Okay. Well, so I put in the Xiaomi Mi Band 2, which is a fitness tracker uh, from China. It costs about 20 a little over $20 if you buy it at the right place. You have to wait a month to get it, um, especially if you buy it from the link that I have in the show notes. But after going through my fiasco with the uh, the Pebble, and then I tried Android Wear for five or six weeks after that, and that really didn't work for me, I just went back to a fitness band. And after looking at Fitbit, I really couldn't uh, justify paying over $100 for a band that, that doesn't do a whole lot, except you know the, the basic fitness stuff. So I looked into everything, and this was the one that I chose. I've had it for a few weeks now. It works really well, and I'm really impressed with uh, how good it is, actually. It's, it's, it's shocking yeah. that for something that you pay $22, $23 for, actually works as well as it, as it does. Interesting. Um, the, it, I, from, from my testing, it, it works the same as the Fitbit does as far as um, all of the, you know, the, the, the stats on steps and workouts and it has a heart rate monitor on it and it tracks your sleep automatically like a Fitbit does, has a little app that comes with it. But um, it, it also, uh, unlike a lot of the other down market fitness bands that you'll see out there, um, it links with Google Fit or with the um, health, health app on, uh, on iOS. So you can import all your stuff over to, you know, whatever platform you're on. Yeah. For, so here, for tracking. So here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. The link that you have in the show notes for this fitness band, 
um, is to a website called Geek Buying Nifty Gadgets for Tech Addicts, and it's yeah. run out of Shenzhen, China. Have yep. you purchased from them before? Yeah, this is where I got this. Really? Yeah, yeah. And it takes no a month. <clears throat> I'll tell you. I'll tell you right now. Um, you order it. It says shipping in two to seven business days, which is true. Um, and it is free shipping, but you'll wait literally three to four weeks before it shows up on your doorstep. And wow. there's really no tracking. So you, you, at the time you think, hey, did I throw $20, $24 out the window? And, yeah. um, and the answer is no, it does eventually show up. And what's funny is it's full Chinese. So you get it. There's a little bitty book that talks about how to use it with handy little uh, pictures, but the all of the instructions are in, in Mandarin. So yeah. uh, luckily, if you if you use Google, you can find the uh, uh, the English version of the manual, which is online, and look at it to figure out how it works. But it's it's pretty self-explanatory. It's got this little capsule that comes out of a, a silicone band. The band is actually not bad at all. Um, and you plug it in. The thing lasts. It's supposed to last for two to three weeks. Um, it lasted for my first charge about 11 days. And after using Fitbit for a couple of years, I mean, I was used to, to uh, charging my band uh, every week. So, you know, 10, 10 12 days, two weeks, whatever it's going to be, um, I'm happy with. Huh. Very interesting. So, anyway, All right. so if you're looking for a low-cost fitness band, no frills. It does tell you the time, though, and it's got a little display. Um, um, this is a, a good choice. Sounds great. And geek buying is not bad. This is who I bought it from. That's why okay. I have the link in there. Phil. Oh, it's my turn. Okay. Um, well, one of the, the, the big events, obviously, this week uh, was the inauguration. And today is the uh, Women's March in Washington and, and uh, events nationwide that coordinate or, or correspond with that. Um, you know Chuck Olson, whose uh, company uh, Visual uh, is doing um, a virtual reality and augmented yep. reality work and has done some really great stuff. One of those is uh, a project he calls Rosa uh, and hashtag I stand with Rosa. Rosa is a um, 50 foot virtual reality woman that will be on uh, will be marching in Washington uh, along can be seen on right now, just Android. I don't think the Apple store approval had come through in time, but uh, if you've got an Android phone um, and uh, happen to be in Washington or wherever Rosa may be, um, you'll be able to see it uh, on this virtual app. And uh, it, it has an opportunity for you to display signs that you want to use and, and things like that. So it's a great, uh, great use of, uh, Probably the first um, virtual activist, I believe, is the way he's uh, uh, mm. positioning it. And it's a really interesting concept. And I know that I had heard he was working uh, toward this. And um, maybe we can get him on in future shows to talk a little bit about the process. But yeah. he's obviously been pounding away on it. So um, check it out. It's Again, it's available only for Android. Hopefully, the App Store will uh, will get it out of review as soon as possible. And I'm sure you'll see Rosa or hear about Rosa in the coming weeks and months. So it's uh, cool. hashtag I stand with Rosa or I stand with Rosa.com. So check it out. Autoplay video on that uh, website too. Autoplay video on the website. Yes. Warning. So, yes. Warning. Be careful. Be careful. Yes. <laughs> so check it out. So, um, and uh, I had asked Chuck if if he was go if Rosa was going to be at uh, the event today in Minneapolis, and he said that he is uh, um, dedicated to the Washington uh, rollout of this first, and then hopefully we'll be at other events uh, nationwide. So 
we'll cool. see what happens. Cool. So mm. it is a very cool thing. So. All right. Check well, my out. my cool thing of the week is something called the Facetto Link. No idea where that name came from because it's kind of weird, but it's this teeny tiny little box. It's initially only going to be available in the two terabyte version, which is three hundred and fifty bucks. Uh, wow. But they're going to have a two fifty six and a five twelve version as well, so there'll be less expensive ones. But the cool thing about this is it's a tiny little box. Yes, yes. That, that literally fits in the palm of your hand, and yes, and, yes. Um, it allows. Um, it's essentially a wireless hard drive that works over Wi-Fi and Bluetooth, and um, it's got a rechargeable. You can also buy another ex- expandable battery. Uh, it'll give you two weeks in standby and five hours of streaming with the regular one, and then you can go up to eight hours of streaming if you do the extended battery. But you can have different permission levels for different files and different people. Um, it's encrypted with 2048-bit encryption, and essentially, it's your own little cloud in a little teeny box. This would so, be great for camping. Oh, God. Well, so, Take your movies on there and stream them from that. That'd yeah, be great. Well, and then they're showing uh, in the video, if you watch the video on the website, they show uh, you know, a woman with a 35-millimeter digital SLR automatically uh, putting the, the, uh, the photos on the device you know, and storing them there and so on and so forth. So, I mean, it's, it's cool. Ah, crap. It doesn't exist yet. Damn, we have to pre-order it. I know. Yeah. And it's too expensive. Yeah. Well, it depends on your you know needs. I mean? Well, that's but, true. But the important thing is it's cool. It, it is cool. It is cool. It is very cool. Falsetto is obviously, you know, voice, a high or, a, you know, a half voice in singing. I wonder yeah, I don't quite get the connection, but okay, we'll they, go with that. And they they have an LTE expansion deal too, so you can you can connect it up to cellular. Ooh, that's kind of cool for hundred fifty dollars cool. more. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Cool hmm. stuff this week. So, what's coming up for events, kids? Well, okay. I put a few more things, including one that had started yesterday at the U of M called GameCraft. Right? You? Are you are you aware of this one, Steve? Since your son is, I am into and, gaming. And- Space. He he didn't want to go because he has to work Saturdays and Sundays at Costco. So, oh, okay. Well, going. it's going on for the next uh, couple of days too. So, it started yesterday, going all weekend. It's like the link in. Of course, we talked about Mini Hack before, right? Right. And uh, and DevFest MN. We've talked about those. But uh, if you look further out, uh, I put in Girls in STEM February. Which is, uh, in February, and then the uh, Midwest PHP conference is coming back, and uh, that will be in March, 17th, well, 18th, at the Radisson Blue, which is a really nice hotel in the Mall of America. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, for those that don't know PHP that are listening, um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a language, right? So WordPress, right. for example, is uh, all created in, in PHP, and um, uh, I am very intrigued about the next version, which will be version 7. Um, because they're taking some leaps with it. Right now, almost everything is running on 5.6, 5.7, um, and they're going to skip 6 and go right to 7, version 7. So hopefully they'll do, you know, I, I was even thinking about going to this only because I want to, uh, you know, kind of hear from the horse's mouth about about uh, that next version, what's going to happen. System 7, that that may or may not be a good thing because I went through that with um, with Mac OS back in the day. Yeah, I hear you. Oh, cool. Great. Very cool. All right. 
Well, so listen, I'm sure there's some other things that will happen. We'll we'll see if we can talk with Chuck next week and then uh, talk about what else is happening in, in tech uh, next week on the Minivate Gang Podcast. Have a good week. Take care.